Thanks to Skillshare for supporting the morning stream. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free at Skillshare.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, hot, fresh, deep fried, and rolled in nuts. Fart-canceling headphones. Bring me your tired, drunk, and angry. Bring me your tired, that's uh, in there twice. Yes, it is. Benadryl, how does it work? Brian logically debates teleportation. Tom, sex time. <laughs> Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Brush your teeth with Colgate. Colgate dental cream, it cleans your breath. What a toothpaste. What a cleans your teeth. I'm a man and I get, I ride a bicycle. The Morning Stream creams your skin while you wash. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the Morning Stream for Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. Scott Johnson here. Brian Ibbett there. Yes. Hello, Scott. How are you? Guten Tagen. I'm good. I'm all right. Happy think- hump day. Thanks, man. I think I'm okay. I got a question for you know what? Maybe this is for Dan on Friday. Maybe I'll hold this question. I've okay. I've been a, I've been a, needs to get looked at or well, addressed before I, then. I or? have Benadryl questions. Questions about how Benadryl works. Because uh, Benadryl. How does it how work? How does it work? Exactly. So we'll <laughs> we'll get him in here. He'll hear this because he listens to the show and he'll and he'll say, yeah. Ooh, what do you got? And then I'll I'll give him a preview and then on Friday he'll come in and then we'll talk about this miracle drug that is Benadryl. Because uh, okay. I, I have some wow. things I want to ask about it. Because I don't truly, I don't truly understand it. Anyway, uh, we're back where we had a day since we saw you guys last on this sh- on this show, good. and uh, it was a good day. Uh, had a fine day. <laughs> <laughs> it was I feel like we should have the ice the ice uh, cube song in the background. It was a good day. It was a good day. Last night I almost had a um, I almost got flying in. Uh, in Draenor, or in Draenor. And, oh, um, really? Uh, BFA. Can you believe I'm even doing that? Are you serious? I don't even have... Uh, oh, wait, in BFA. Yeah. The new yeah, game. BFA, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it. I don't even have flying. I don't even have flying. How'd you zip past everything with the with the flying? Uh, you, you, it feels like you haven't been in the uh, in the game in forever. I have been cramming for, we- have you? for weeks now. Since I, I don't know if you remember this, but when Classic came out, all it served to do was get me back into the oh, main game it. like hardcore. <laughs> like I've been playing every I night, just, grinding out rep, doing all my stuff. I've been I've been in. And uh I'm almost there. I guess it's just raid that we never see you in. Yeah, anymore. you never see me in raid. Although I, maybe it's time for me to get back in raid cuz I am I am having a good time and and uh Of course it's time for you to get back in raid. It's always time for you to get back in raid. Come <laughs> in, on. Inadvertently just by playing, I have increased my gear level to a, a respectable uh I mean, you guys, it's, you guys would still have to carry me a little bit, probably. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, doing okay that way. But, I imagine uh, you probably surpassed me in gear level. Like, the only times I ever play are raid. Like, do the you know only, what, that's the only time I ever get in the game. Do so. you know what your eye level is right now? Could you? Uh, do you know it? No, I don't. I want to say it's something like 410 or 415 or something. Yeah, I think I'm, a, I I'm about where you are. I don't think I'm too much behind. I might be a little behind you still, even. I'd okay. have to look it up, but... Not but yeah, bad. it's um, it's weird. It's weird how much I'm into that grindy stuff all of a sudden, and I usually hate it. So mm-hmm. don't know what that's about. Yeah. 
there I am every day grinding it out. All right, we got every a little. Every day uh, I'm grinding. In. There you go. Yep. We get uh, feedback on the show occasionally about things we talk about in real time, and uh, I didn't want to let this one go because I think this is indicative of the entire "Will we have our own cars in the future, or will it all be automated?" argument yeah. that we had. And because we yep. talked about it yesterday, we got an email from Brandon who wrote in pretty much immediately and says, Good morning, Scott and Brian. Cars are more than just a way to get from point A to B. Uh, the draw and beauty of a cell phone vehicle is the freedom it brings. Hold on. We need better music for this. I'm going to find I was going to say, you have a, <laughs> do you have a Bob Seger singing like a rock? Oh, I wish I had that one. I wish I did. <laughs> get his kicked <laughs> off of YouTube. But anyway. Uh, the draw and beauty of a cell phone vehicle is the freedom it brings. Dearest Martha. Uh, why are we, we doing the dearest Martha? This is mo- it's always my go-to for some reason. Okay. Um, right. I can at any moment stop what I'm doing, load up my family, and just go anywhere a road will take us. I don't have to wait to be picked up, worry that the driver is going to be sane, worry what happens if my kid makes a mess. It's my vehicle. I have a young child, and I know his car seat is safely installed. I know the car is well-maintained, as I do it myself. I can keep things I only need for travel in the car and not need to think about it every time I leave the house. And self-driving technology sounds great on paper. Relax all the way to your destination. For many, this will really be revolutionary and also a safe option if they are tired, drunk, angry, or just distracted in general. I Bring though, me you're tired, you're drunk, you're <laughs> angry, or you're just distracted. I love it. That's it. Should be the new liberty thing. That's great. It should. Yes, exactly. Um, he says, "I, uh, I though enjoyed driving, seeing the scenery change, even over the same roads I take daily. So long as that I continue to be an option, or it continues to be an option, I'm fine with self-driving cars joining us on the road. I will never be free of the concept of not having the option fine, to own a car. Fine with the concept. Fine with not with the concept of not having an option <laughs> to own a car." <laughs> As many tech journalists seem froth to froth over, I know there are many people who don't own them. I know many who can't afford it or just don't want to. I say we can all exist in equilibrium, have the car services for those who don't want ownership or can't afford it. I'll keep on my path with others like myself. One thing for sure, though, it's keep, sorry, let's keep making them better for the environment. They're not going away anytime soon, so let's make them cleaner. Love the show, though. Yours truly, Brandon. <laughs> All right. So I actually want to address this because uh, yeah, he makes interesting points, and I understand the draw. I do. I understand it. But his statement at the top, I just have to take umbrage with this again. Oh, I've used umbrage twice in two days. Holy crap. Yes. Hold Dolores on. will be proud. <laughs> Wait, was her last? You say it three page? times, and a lady in a pink suit shows up and wraps your knuckles with a wand. Was it Pro- Professor Umbridge? You're right, Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, that yeah. was her name. Yeah, that was for a name. minute it didn't Don't sound right. Out. I had to say professor to hear it right in my head. For some <laughs> professor Umbridge. She was a brat, dude. I hated that lady. She was. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, he says that cars are not just a way to get from A to B. Well, originally that was the whole point. Like their transportation, it is it is kind of that. It is a way for you to make larger distances. When man had no, uh, you know, reliable transport back in the early days of humanity, you had a much smaller world because you couldn't get very far. 
but then cars made it so you could go much farther. We've attached all of this other stuff to it. The scenery and then like the long drive and I like the feel of the wheel in my hand and all that stuff. That's stuff we've added to this relatively in the in the context of human history. We've just added that fun to the driving. We've just done it. Eh, we'll throw in, you know, cars are a place to uh, get busy with the wife when your son and his girlfriend move back to the house after being moved out for a little while. Wow. That's this, another another purpose of the car. This is an odd bit of <laughs> revealing truth that we're hearing right I'm now. Kidding. Dude is like, what are you talking about, Brian? We don't do that. <laughs> I mean, I I also have, I guess what I'm saying is he's proving my point, though, because society is going to go away and he's going to resist it. So my point yesterday wasn't so much about driving. It's about anything, anything we glom onto as sure. our world. And, it, and now you're changing it. That's when we get all old man about it and start fighting it. And that's just that's right, going to be right. his. That's going to be his hill to die on. For me, that's it'll be, be mine, too. I, I love having a car. Again, I'm, I'm a fan of road trips i like uh uh hopping in the vehicle and you know I, if the if the time comes where it's a self-driving car and rideshare economy sign me up for rideshare so that i can have that experience of driving a car around because i still enjoy all right um, well what if it's you, what if it's a combo what if you still own your own car or that's always an option but the car just does it all it just drives for you now the option could be to take control and just drive it if you want to but for the most part, you could just say, all right, we're going to Vegas. Uh, and for the next 10 hours, you can sleep, talk, play cards, right. drink, eat, yeah. do whatever you want and not worry about the totally. road at all. I'd love that. And and what I would do is probably like on those long, boring straightaways, the car would do all the work. When we get to places like uh, um, St. George or, or things like that, oh, let me take over and let me, you know, let me have control of it. Or if we go through a city, even if we're staying on the highway, we're going through a city. I still want, I want to, I want to be in control. I get that. Um, um, but, uh, 90% of the drive. Sure. Sign me up for, for having a bite, playing some cards, doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Here's uh, a lot of these cars, by the way, and I don't even know if, um, I know I think it might even be all of them. They have a sensor in the wheel that it, you have to still have your hands on the wheel. So this guy that fell asleep while he was driving yeah. that they showed the video of, I don't know how he he kept the hand thing because it didn't look like he had his hand still on the wheel. Well, that was a change, wasn't it? Wasn't that a mandatory firmware update thing? Because I think before that you didn't have oh, to have your so hand on the wheel. Oh, so maybe you didn't have to have that? Okay, yeah. so at the time that that one was made, maybe. I, yeah. feel, like, I feel like I read a thing that said... Uh, freaking tesla is going to make it so they all have to do this now or something and i don't think there's an actual okay. law about it or whatever but yeah new deal um huh. here's the thing though so uh i the people that make the argument that is it's about the drive i like the drive okay all that the minute teleportation becomes a thing mm -hmm. y'all aren't gonna say well let's take the 10-hour drive to vegas you're gonna get in the teleporter well of course Right, because suddenly your nostalgia for the long drive and the All road right. trip is well, going to go out this, the Scott. door. It's going to go out the door. No, 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 but it's not apples to apples. If the teleportation took 10 hours from Denver, or, or, or let's say it took six hours from Utah, would you still do the teleportation or would you do the do the vehicle? Oh, well, yeah, no, exactly. Teleportation has to be, the whole point of teleportation is to be instant. The minute it's instant, right. but, then what do you but need to drive for? What we're saying is that replacing cars with self-driving cars doesn't make the trip faster. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's you know, it's uh, if you're if the teleportation still took ten hours, 
I'd still, I think I'd still take the car. What am I going to see for those 10 hours? Well, if the teleportation, okay. Stars whizzing by my face or if uh, the, so the self Dr. McCoy's butt, I don't know. In a fully automated <laughs> self-driving car world though, you, it would be faster because not only would speed limits be raised because everything's automated and all working together, kind of like they were in a minority report. The cars are just sort of, you know, hovering around sure. each other and they know where each other are. So in theory, I'd be driving to Vegas at 95 instead of, Whatever we're locked in at now, sixty-five, or eighty, or whatever, whatever it is. Five during some of those. Yeah. Utah so and yeah. you and you would have less. The only stops would be you saying, "Car, pull over," and then pull over, pee, mm -hmm. get in, get out, you know, and keep going. So, uh, and maybe some of these cars have a little pee hose in them. You just yeah. <laughs> just pee in the just hose. Just like clamp on like a little catheter. Yeah, I think that's convert right. your pee into fuel. Stadium pal or whatever. Um, you still wouldn't pee in a you wouldn't pee in a car. You'd be well. You've peed in the car, but I have, uh, I have like I can't pee in a car. Kim, I can't do it. I can't pee in a car. I can do it. I can't. I've, I had to do it twice, but I had no choice. Uh, yeah. If I have a choice, I'm not peeing in the car ever. <laughs> but but yeah, like I don't know. There's a lot to say about this, but I'm just saying, if teleportation was suddenly a thing, meaning instantaneous teleportation. No one's going to give a shit about mm -hmm. their car anymore. You just teleport everywhere. Right. And if there are endpoints, start points and endpoints everywhere. So mm -hmm. like everything just had a standard endpoint, like the mall and the store and the thing and the stuff. Everything had a teleportation. And you could just from your house go, hey, I'm going to go to Vegas for the next two hours. You just go. Boop. You'd be over there. So you'd talking, gamble, screw around, come home whenever you want. Like that's then we don't care about we're cars. We're talking more the 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 Brundle. Seth Brendel's teleportation as opposed to the Star Trek teleportation that can just beam you anywhere. This would have to be like, you'd have to have one of these compatible pods. Oh, good point. Uh, in all these locations. Good point. I don't know. Which would you prefer? I don't know which one of those is better. Probably the, tele the Star Trek uh, one's better, right? Because you can go anywhere. Star Trek would be better because you can just say, oh, beam me to beam me to Twin Peaks Mall or beam me to the Cosmopolitan or you know, beam me to the Salt Lake City in the Utah and the Clip Clop. They'll, have to, be, they'll have to be really smart, though, and not suddenly tell like if they don't know that somebody put up a no wall well yeah. if somebody put up a, like a wet floor sign warning and and right. the computer doesn't even, know yeah we can't even get google maps to to keep track of which restaurants are still open yeah how are we going to do that with teleportation it's going to have to be a lot more uh well maintained yeah otherwise you're going to have a careful wet floor sign embedded in your knee in your shin for the for right, all time exactly so yes exactly yeah. like oh yeah no kidding we're going to have to have like uh, a little, a little zone. Clear. Keep this zone clear. Right. Maintained by a security guard or something, because you could just see somebody like playing a joke and saying, "I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a thimble mm -hmm. in that little spot, so that when they teleport in, they're going to have a thimble in their foot." I mean, I'm, I'm still of the impression or a belief that Doctor McCoy was all stressed about teleportation in the first bad Star Trek movie, because right. we should be wary. We got to think about those things before we put that stuff in. Remember that. Somebody got teleported over to the Enterprise, and it was like a they just looked like meat stew goo. laying there. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, yeah, they were just a pile of goo. Um, plus, uh, Dr. McCoy's teleportation took 10 hours, and you're just staring at the <laughs> void for 10 hours waiting to get to the Oh, to that the would ship. suck so bad. <laughs> and if, if that was the thing, if teleportation took the same time a car took to get to someplace in 10 hours, yeah, yeah, you would need uh, the ability for that technology to put you to sleep during that time. Yes, exactly. You need to be unconscious yeah. for it. Bruce Willis inside of the the luxury spaceship in uh, in uh, Lost in Paradise. Yes, Lost in Paradise it has to be like that. <laughs> Lost in. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let's do this right. Okay, I'm ready. Lost in Paradise. <laughs>
You hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Is that the wrong movie, though? It's the wrong movie, I think. Wrong movie, right, guy? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I watched him again in, um, I guess, I told, I think I told you I went on a little Tarantino uh, uh, trip, and I ended up watching um, Jackie Brown again. And I forgot, in the beginning oh, of that movie, he's the dude that gets shot in the trunk. Remember that part? Where, like, no, uh, I, I think I've only seen Jackie Brown a couple times, and uh, it's been years since I've seen it. That's one I do need to see again. His that movie the guy who gets out, Scott in the trunk is uh, what Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker's in there, and it's so Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Nick Fury, takes the car mm-hmm. and acts like he's going to drive real far with it, but really just turns around the corner and comes back around the other side of the fence, opens the trunk, and you hear Chris Tucker go, dab, 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 and then pop, pop, and he's dead. <laughs> it was pretty good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. That's great. Hey Brandon, thanks yeah. for your email. Uh, much appreciated, and uh, we will. Uh, uh, continue to argue about this stupid car thing probably for a long time to come. So thank you very much. All right. Brian Dunaway sure in the his house. Yes. Yes. Shortly. Wait. Discord is being really weird with me today. Not not sound. Pen. I'm going to use a red pen on this one today because your answers, there are two pages of possible answers today. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. That's intense. This is, wait till you hear this category. It is this should be a lot of fun. I'm a little nervous about this. this. All right. Yeah. Uh, Brian Dunaway, are you there? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. <laughs> oh, good. Now I can play this. <laughs> Welcome to Flim Season. Flim Season. Yeah, you get you get gnarly um, allergies in the fall, don't you? That's a thing with you. Yeah, I live, I live amongst the tree people yeah. in pollen. It be here. Yeah. We're having it too. It's not as bad, I think, as you're getting it, but we get a fair amount of it, and I have been sneezing like a racehorse. <laughs> that's <laughs> because that's what they do. Like, uh, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, it was always a, my dad would always use a racehorse for the thing. So if he said, "Oh, I gotta pee like a racehorse," or "I gotta, sure. I gotta, uh, I gotta sleep like a ra- that's racehorse." The one we, that's the one we all know and we're familiar with. I don't know about sneeze like. Yeah. So I thought it was like a, a racehorse. I thought it was a Russian racehorse. Is it okay? Oh, really? <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I, saw, I don't know why I heard it was a Russian racehorse, but that's just always been. I don't know. That's just too much hassle. Right. The Russian ones. Too much hassle. Uh, hey, it's good to have you here. It's Brian. Too Dunaway, much White everybody. Castle. Yes, too much White Castle is never good for the soul. You're here to play uh, Babel Royale. That means that we will have listeners also playing with us today. In fact, I think we already have somebody ringing in, which should be fact. Fun. Uh, we'll find out who this is. We'll talk about what they could win and all those fun things in a moment. Uh, hi, good morning. Who's this? This is William Madison. Well, hello, William Madison. Uh, William Madison, your name is familiar, and I feel like I should already know where you're from, but tell us where you're from. Well, that's because he sounds like he's a president. Yeah, he does sound a little bit like that. (laughs) Maybe that's it. It was one of those presidents from the other day. (laughs) Are you from Washington, D.C., William Madison? Yeah, jeez. Oh, Billy Madison. Good point, Dice Tomato. Oh, Billy Madison, yeah. Uh, Yep, exactly. Uh, Dolly Madison. From Portland, Oregon. Ah, Portland. I am... Portland, I am the the blind listener. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. You know what's throwing me is you're you have kind of a cool radio vo- quality to the sound of your call. It's a different sound oh, okay. than we're used to, and it's and it threw me. But yeah, that's how we know you. The land <laughs> yeah. of yeah. Uh, the land of fancy donuts. Welcome to the show again. It's yes. good to have you. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, you sent us a uh, wanted- a video. Uh, you sent us a video last week or a couple weeks ago of your Toastmasters. Um, speech. Uh, number one, I'm really impressed Aww. with the, the fact that you're doing that. It's some, it feels like something 
I need to do because no problem doing shows like this, streaming on the internet and stuff like that. But you put me in front of a crowd and I stress out all the way up until I'm sitting at that, at that podium, at that desk or whatever. And then I feel completely fine. Yeah. But I need to, it's that Toastmaster. The waiting until you do that. So yeah. kudos to you and yeah. great speech. Yeah. Good Toastmaster job, general. I, uh, thank you very much. I'm I wanted to, I wanted to say to the tadpole. Yeah. Um, I went through a very, very hard time, and I want to thank you all for mm-hmm. your support. You know, just just in the thought, thank you very much for for all the support and helping me get through. Oh, that's awesome, man! I really appreciate great. it. Oh, that's great. Well, then, uh, I love you all. Thank you very much. That's super sweet of you. We, sh- we should all go have. We should eat toast and be toastmasters together today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's what I think. Uh, well, good, uh, good deal, William. It's good to have you here. Brian's going to explain these rules. I know you've heard them before, but we do it for the benefit of everyone and what you could win, Brian. For sure, uh, William. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives me a wrong answer, they repeat an answer, or they hem and ha, and they don't use their Toastmaster oh, skills. I don't, to I don't know answer. what the answer is. The win will go to the other player. That's hemming and hawing right there. That was an actual. That was the actual description of hemming and hawing. Yeah. Uh, William, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for a pair of CDs. From Dizzy Box Nine and Trend Salva, both artists that we've featured here on Ending the Middle. Uh, two two artists also that got a lot of great feedback from listeners. And I love these guys. So I couldn't be happier that they sent me a big box of CDs to give away. Nice. Uh, here's the topic. They need this. This is what they they crave, this topic. Uh, this is going to make you hungry. Oh, um, no. This one comes to us from Lon Koenig. Uh, Schnago in the in the chat. Yep. The Minnesota State Fair is known for having nearly every kind of food on a stick. Okay. Oh. Lon searched the official list of over 400 food vendors and came up with the list of foods served on a stick for the Minnesota State Fair in 2019. This year's oh Minnesota State Fair. Uh, for the purposes of this game, we're going to omit foods that have their own stick, like lamb chops, turkey legs, and corn on the cob. Yes, oh. corn on the cob would, is considered have, to have its own stick. I would have considered those sticks. I consider those leg bones and other well, things. That's what we're saying. We're omitting those that have gotcha. their own stick. Mm. We're also skipping all types of hot dogs and tubular meat products because <laughs> uh, I don't want to have to scan a giant list. Uh, that leaves... Wait a minute. If you're, an, if you're an 80s yeah. kid, tubular meat product tubular means something totally products. different. Yeah, it means something different. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) That's my head. I'm so wasted. Uh, That leaves 35 types of food served on a stick. I actually, there are a few in here that I say are are less, or uh, that I want to go even more granular on. So I currently have a list here of 71, but uh, some of these will get get multiple. uh, When you say one, it might take multiple off of these. But the stick is an operative thing here. It has to be on a stick. Yes. Okay. Food on a stick. All right. Yes. Can't just be a churro. Has to be on a stick. Yeah. Has to be. So there's not a lot of stuff like, you know, like kebabs, where it's like some kind of weird name, like the Minnesota stick kebab or nothing weird. No, in this, in that case, you're just talking about basic foods. Yes, you would just in that case, you would just say kebab. Right. Okay. Gotcha. All right. No, but, that's, that's and, but but not wiener meat. No wiener We've meat. Excluded wiener no, meat. no hot dogs or okay. brats or things like that. No tubu- tubular uh, meat. Yeah. No tubular no meat. No tubular meat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A series of tubes. And no food that's got its own built in stick like 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Turkey yeah, legs, yeah. lamb chops, etc. And right. corn on the cob. Right. All right, we good? Yep. All right. Good. William, <laughs> now that we have have uh, gone over the minutia of what constitutes food on a stick, <laughs> who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to take this thing home? I will say Scott and then I will say Brian goes first. Yeah. And I'm going to put down a uh, Toastmasters challenge. So one of the things in Toastmasters for public speaking is filler words. And so, but, Mm. um, like, Mm -hmm. and you click at the meeting every time someone says that. (laughs) And it improves your your speaking and quality. No, it's like you guys have like a a device or do you, what do you do? A clicker. It's a a a dog clicker. clicker. Uh, Oh, a dog clicker. Oh. And then, and then, so my wife and I actually do this at home. When we're having a conversation, and if we have a filler word, we will click the other person. Wow. It's hilarious. Wow. That's funny. I like that a lot. Oh, I try. You know what's funny? And in the world Brian and I, uh, all three of us uh, inhabit, we, I think about this all the time. Like, am I using too many ums and uhs and, and words that I fall back on too much? Like, I think I, I, yeah. that's the thing I actually think about a lot. So uh, now you're going to make me super anal for this uh, for the next five minutes. Very good. All right. Excellent. All right. So who's first? Brian Dunaway, you're first, and I'm going to win. That's how this is going to work. Oh, are you are you making a claim, or are you just repeating what he I'm said? I'm just repeating what he said, but I also believe Oh, you weren't house. like, you weren't like, you know, Babe Ruth in it going, no. I'm going to hit it over the spits here. <laughs> okay. So I actually have a recent uh, experience with food on a stick. We have, uh, every year we have this big, a festival where it's a barbecue festival and they come to town and we and uh, there's always one thing that I like to get and I hope these freaks over here like it as well. Uh, I like getting a chocolate banana on a stick, mm, sure, or a, frozen, or a frozen banana on a stick. Mm. Uh, frozen banana stick dipped in flavors and rolled in nuts. Uh, available at both Granny's Ooh, Cheesecake and at Mini Melts Wonder Bars. Mm. So <laughs> go to either of those two vendors. And you can get your frozen banana on a stick. Pretty sure there's a couple of restaurants around here that do that. All right. I'm going to say uh, next up or first up for me is going to be. Uh, 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 oh, shit. What was I just going to say? Yeah, okay. I doubt they put shit on a stick, but it's a good idea. Oh, I know. I, I just like a straight up caramel apple. They got to have. Oh, that. sure. that's good. Yeah. 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 An apple. Uh, you can stick. pick those over at the root beer hut. A right. caramel apple. Right. Oh, actually, we, also at the, uh, at uh, well, another vendor whose name I won't say because it might give you a hint on another one, you can get batter-dipped deep-fried apple on a stick. Whoa. Oh, that sounds all right. Hi. By the way, my dad used to say uh, rut beer, not root beer. Used to, yeah. yeah. Uh, crazy neighbor says root. He says root. Root, 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 root beer. Root beer. Root beer. Oh, man. Root beer. I don't right. like it either. <laughs> we hate it. It's I don't worst. like it. I don't like it. All right, Dunaway. Well, always, I'm always torn between the banana, frozen banana on a stick, which is the healthier option. I usually don't get it dipped. I just get it plain. But I'm always tempted to get the cheesecake on a stick, and you got to dip it in the chocolate, right? Correct. Uh, but at, at Granny's Cheesecake, you get regular or dipped in chocolate. And at the Mini Melts place, you can get chocolate dipped cheesecake on a stick. So the, both places will give you your chocolate dipped cheesecake on a stick. All right. I have one I know is such a stereotype at fairs, but I don't know if it's on a stick, so I'm not going to say it yet unless I get desperate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say uh, at the Salt Lake County Fair one time I had a cherry pie on a stick, 
It was a whole slice oh, of cherry pie. Oh, that's hard. Oh, that's difficult. Yeah. How do you put a cherry pie on a stick? And it was fried and everything. So I have to oh, assume if, if we're doing it, they must have it there. I'm going to give it to you. It's um, uh, just say pie. Pie on a stick. Oh, pie on a stick. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't don't you know make it specific. Don't don't, don't 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 go so specific, Scott. You're gonna you're gonna <laughs> blow it. You're gonna blow it out of this. Okay. Uh, yes, at the Key Lime Jeez, Pie Bar, you can get a, on a, a stick. slice of <laughs> a slice of Key Lime Pie on a stick dipped in chocolate. Okay. All right, we'll take that. I will get more. That's a good point. Actually, probably stay more general in yeah. this about that um, food. There's All right. one that I am surprised isn't on this list. I'm gonna do a really quick search in his. Yeah, okay. All right, keep going. Keep going, Don. Keep going. I'm surprised must, it's not here. It must it's not be, be on a stick. Okay, go All ahead. Right. All right, well, uh, I... So I'm, I'm I'm kind of out of desserts on a stick because I can't remember anything else they had over there. I know they had some waffle cones and stuff, but I know that some fool was eating a pickle on a stick. Sure. And so is, is there a pickle? Is there a pickle on a stick? You can get that at the perfect pickle vendor, a big, fat, crisp, and delicious pickle on a stick, not fried for you healthy types. Oh. <laughs> Is a fried one? Oh, but pickles would shrivel up. Well, I've had yeah. I've had pickle chips, I guess, so I yeah, guess you bread deep them. Fry, yeah. Right, exactly. If you were to deep fry it, you could do it. Yep. Now, you, said right. some, you said earlier that corn doesn't count because it's got its own natural stick, but that's, are we talking about the cob? Yeah, we're talking about a cob as its own natural stick. So oh. no, no cream corn on a stick, then? Just... No, no creep corn on a stick. Because right, right. that is a thing, but I, I get I get the distinction. Um, right. All right. How about a um, cotton candy is on a stick? That's a great one because uh, because you know you can get that anywhere. Uh, uh, you know, not just at the Minnesota State Fair. Sure, uh, of course. Let me find oh, it here. I had it. A, I kind of like a. Didn't do that one because I thought it was like paper cones. Usually, isn't that kind of depends like, on where well, you get it. But I it's we, still a stick, I guess. I yeah, guess it's yeah, still it's a stick. Still a stick. Yeah. Now yeah, I'm just envisioning. Candy. Now I'm just envisioning the people walking around the fair and thinking about what they're carrying and eating. <laughs> Eleven different vendors sell you cotton candy on a stick. So uh, right, yeah. no, uh, no shortage of options. Yes. No shortage of cotton candy. Uh, no shortage of cotton candy. All right, done away. It's on you now. Now I'm just trying to think of food you can put on a stick. Uh, <laughs> it's a yeah, big... that's a good. I'd do that, <laughs> yeah, right? Because like... you had how many? Eighty something. Seventy one. Seventy one. So it's a good chance. After I took out the tubular meats. There's a good chance. There's a good chance some moron, even though you don't need it, put a donut on a stick. <laughs> there is a very, very good chance of that. Right. <laughs> However. No, come on. Never, Somebody not, put a donut on a stick. No donut on a stick in this oh. one. Yeah. We didn't even get to like Twinkie or any of those things. That I was sure well, we were going to do. And I'm glad. So uh, what would have been your next one, Scott? I, I would have said, um, oh, gosh. Uh, uh, oh, cheese. I was going to do cheese. I should have. Some kind a cheese. cheese! I had that one yes. earlier, and I totally forgot about that. Oh. Yeah, yeah you can get cheese on a stick at Fried Swiss Cheese on a Stick. Uh, at Spaghetti on Eddie's. A stick. Spaghetti. Wait, wait, wait. Spaghetti Eddie? I spaghetti love, Eddie's I and love the that. Minnesota uh, wine country where you can get charcuterie on a stick. So it's <laughs> veggies, cheese, and meat on a stick paired yeah, with wine. At that point, you don't even need to call it charcuterie anymore because it's just food oh, on a God, stick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Here's the here's the whole list. This is this is great. Tuck in. Alligator, but that is... Uh, I have it crossed that. out because it's a uh, Cajun flavored sausage on a stick. Yeah. Um, bacon, 
It's okay. a third pound of bacon grilled with maple syrup served with dipping sauce on a stick. Beef kebab. I don't know why you didn't go back to kebab because you. Ah, that's. I know. I thought it was kind of, since we already did, I thought you would say. Oh, you already said that, At uh, Netherfields, you can get deep fried bologna on a stick. Uh, of course, you get your hard candy, lollipops, taffy, deep fried oh. candy bars, uh, of course. Those are uh, so easy. Why didn't I think of that? A rice crispy bar on a stick. Mm. Uh, Scott mentioned cheese. Uh, there's chicken on a stick that are just like uh, spiced grilled chicken, like your your teriyaki on a right. stick chicken. Mm. Cookie dough, deep fried cookie dough cookie on a stick. Dough. Is there an Oreo case, on a stick? Just in case you need those already arteries to really close up quickly. Uh, let me see if we got Oreos. Egg roll, then all your bananas, you got your strawberries. I don't know how you do grapes on a stick, but somebody better dip deep fried grapes on a stick. Oh my gosh. Strawberries, bananas, peaches, cherries, pears. Ooh, and pear sounds good. Your fruit kebab, a euro on a stick from the Holy Land. Oh, ice cream. that sounds that so sounds good. good. <laughs> that sounds good. Ice cream on a stick from Granny's Cheesecake. Uh, as you can guess, it's sliced ice cream on a stick dipped in chocolate rolled in nuts. It's always um, rolled in nuts, isn't it? Always yep. Can you roll it in nuts? Roll it in nuts. Yep. At Luigi's, you can get a hot doggo which is an italian sandwich uh on a stick it's a skewer of mini breadsticks and adequate meatballs they use the word adequate <laughs> adequate meatballs served with decent marinara and a generous pile of real hot peppers on the end wow. on a stick what oh, are the uh, on stick. that makes sense what are the what's the porta potty situation like at the uh, <laughs> no, they actually have porta potties on a stick over there sounds really rough uh, sounds like a rough time lobster deep fried lobster on a stick deep fried mashed potatoes Oh, uh, what? With sour cream oh. or gravy. Oh, what? Now, now this is this is not on a stick, but everybody always piles up for the funnel cake. Is that you not guys have funnel stick. cake? Not on a stick. We have funnel cake, but not on a stick. Yeah. Uh, nut rolls, olives, pizza, pepperoni pizza on a stick, charlbora, it's pork chop, pork chop kebab, salmon, uh, scallops. How do you keep salmon on a stick? I don't know because when you cook salmon, it gets really it flaky and hard. Flaky, yeah. I guess yeah. You, you deep fry it and roll it in nuts. Um, <laughs> scotch, <laughs> scotch eggs, shrimp, of course, spaghetti and meatballs. Don't know how you do spaghetti and meatballs on a stick, but somebody. Oh, I can see that. You could twirl because you could twirl the spaghetti. I could see that. That's sure. actually pretty. That's actually pretty smart. Mm. Uh, tacos. Two stuffed tacos, one filled with green chorizo and potatoes, one filled with a vegetarian black bean and corn mix, deep fried, topped with crumble cheese and a drizzle of guacamole. And then rolled in nuts. <laughs> and rolled in nuts. <laughs> Here's my favorite. Okay. Tater tot hot dish. Oh. Uh, it's tater tot hot dish on a stick with cream of mushroom dipping sauce. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I'd eat that. Big thanks to Lon Koenig for putting together this list. You know, I'm not that surprised. Right. He's the man that brought us cheese curds at Nerdtacular multiple years. Oh. So that dude knows is knows is uh, bad for us to eat food, but still awesome food. Uh, that's awesome, uh, and for that sure. means congratulations, William. You've done it. You've uh, you picked right, which means you've won these prizes. You just got to get in contact with Brian at Coverville at gmail.com, and he will hook right. you up. How do you feel? Tell us how you feel after your victory. It is so exciting. Thank you guys no. very, very much. Always a pleasure. And no. uh, if you, if you, you mentioned my phone quality. Mm. If you look up Blue Parrot B four five zero, it is a Bluetooth headset that I'm on. Mm. Sounds and it's really got good. Noise canceling mm -hmm. uh, technology built in. That's really good. Yeah, this so, is the best anyway. sounding, best sounding call I ever had with anyone on a Bluetooth device. I think this is pretty, pretty solid yeah. for sure. So, 
truckers use it for when they're in their trucks and they get, they have loud engines. Oh yeah, the loud engines and the and the farting and the whatnot. That that would all make sense. Oh yeah, as well. <laughs> this really cuts down on the farting. It really does. <laughs> everything so, I own says truckers use it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's everything. <laughs> everything have. you have, okay. Uh, yeah, speaking yeah. of everything you have, uh, uh, Brian Dunaway, of course, uh, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Uh, he's on the Boop Show with me. We put one up on Monday. It was a fantastic time. Really enjoyed it. And uh, it's worth checking out. If you haven't heard it yet, that's over at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. Anything else you want to mention, Brian? Sure. I'll be playing No Man's Sky tonight on Twitch. If you want to tune in, I'll be doing that for a couple hours, giving away some game codes. And by the way, I may have lost the contest today, but my new franchise idea of Donut on a Stick is hot and yeah. ready to go. Yeah. You let and us rolled in nuts. Rolled in nuts. Hot, fresh, deep fried, and rolled in nuts. Let us, let us know how it goes for you. We'd like to be in on the ground floor. Brian Dunaway, everybody. Brian Dunaway. All right. Well, we have time for a little bit of news, and so we're going to do it now. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. Time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville today at 1 p.m. As you might have guessed, tributes today for Eddie Money and Rick Okasek of the Cars, or Okasek or Okasek, however you want to pronounce it. He said every way is fine with him. Uh, we'll also get a uh, set in tribute for Bruce Springsteen's birthday. Uh, Cars and Bruce Springsteen have done four or five shows total for uh, for those guys this year because the cars were inducted in the Hall of Fame. Rick Ocasek turned 70 or 75, depending on where you look, and uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA celebrated an, uh, an anniversary. So a little bit of a greatest hits on a couple of those, So, um, but new stuff, new stuff that you haven't heard yet on the show. Nice. Today, 1 p.m., Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. That's great. You should play yeah. the Nobody Picks Their Bum song a lot. Don't let nobody pick, pick your bum. bum. Shake it up. And then you shake up your bum. <laughs> yes. Right. That's how, you, that's that's, how you do it. That's how you do it. All right. Uh, well, that's awesome. Let's get right to a couple of stories here. We have time for at least two, I think. Uh, maybe more. Okay. So this was sent to us by like, I don't know, eight yeah, tadpoolers. A thousand? Cause, yeah. Because they were like, hey, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a headline that better fits what you guys do on the show. And I don't know how to feel about that, but okay, I'll go ahead and read it. Massive, this is the actual headline, this isn't me. Uh, massive semen explosion after Blaze hits bull artificial, ins- uh, excuse me, hits bull artificial insemination facility. The firefighters forced to dodge projectiles. Oh, jeez. I don't know what that means. The projectile. Yeah. Part. But, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm guessing... The first front rows, first few front rows are uh, splash zones, so yeah. take a parka. Yeah, you gotta you gotta bring a poncho, uh, a, poncho. a poncho, so you're, like you're at a Gallagher concert, right? <laughs> sea World, yeah. Uh, massive semen explosion. That's right, you heard it. Huge fire at the cattle breeding facility in Australia has caused thousands of dollars in damage and at least 100 cylinders containing bull semen to be destroyed. That's a lot of bull semen. It actually represents a lot of yeah. money. It's a lot of money tied yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive stuff because it's you know. Uh, prime that this is for people who show cattle and and uh want to have the best the best cattle for breeding and stuff like that yeah if you want to make new ones you got to have the semen Mm -hmm. that's what i heard anyway (laughs) emergency services were called to the blaze early in the hours uh in victoria which is uh, let's see it's part of the yarum herd services in gippsland in victoria australia according to the abc that's the australian broadcasting company 
Uh, it took 10 fire crews more than two hours to fully extinguish the fire after it broke right around 3 a.m. It's always in the morning. It's always some weird, awful time like that. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, these things, why can't these things happen in the afternoon? Right, <laughs> right. Why does it have to happen in the middle of the night when everyone's trying to sleep? <laughs> exactly. Uh, let see. The spokesman from the County Fire Authority told the Daily Mail Australia that the fire had completely shredded the building. Uh, County Fire uh, Authority uh, Commander Chris Lo. Loshenkol, Loshenkol, probably Loshenkol. Yeah, Loshenkol said the crew had to be very wary of what they called "quote unquote" projectiles coming at them while they <laughs> tackled the blaze. Uh, the liquid inside the cylinders was rapidly expanding, and essentially, the lids of the cryogenic cylinders were just popping off uh, and becoming projectiles. So it was the lids, really, they were trying to. Dodge. Yeah, the lids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, firefighters went to uh, into defensive mode initially to protect themselves because they were um, LPG cylinders at the neighboring property, and they did a magnificent job. Meaning, if it had gotten to the neighboring property, you would have had even a bigger problem. Um, he added that he has never had anything like this happen before <laughs> during his entire career. Yeah, it seems like kind of a one-off. You know, you can have bull semen everywhere. It's the one time you're going to see right. it. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately, uh, right next door to this place is a uh, rabbit egg uh, <laughs> a place, you know, for for uh, infertile uh, eggs or not infertile, yes, fertile eggs to be stored for rabbits. And unfortunately, we couldn't have any rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a story for you from uh, from a weird thing. This is a weird deal. Yeah. This is really sad, too. Teenagers' memory resets every two hours because uh, she was kicked in the head. Uh, this means that she wakes up every day, or it wakes up uh, thinking every day is June 11th. It's basically Groundhog Day without the humor. Groundhog Day and memento. Yeah, a little, oh yeah, a little memento. That's true. A teenager wakes up every morning thinking it's the 11th of June as her memory loss or her memory resets every two hours after she was kicked in the head. Her name is Riley Horner. She's 16, has no recollection of the day she suffered the traumatic head injury before she was uh, hit by a student crowd surfing at a dance. Uh, See, so this is the problem with dances. Don't go to those dances. Uh, she woke You're up every... you get kicked in the head and lose your memory. <laughs> She's a former athlete and student from Illinois in the U.S. She now has to keep detailed notes and photos with her all the time, which is very... Um, that other movie you mentioned, Memento. Yeah. Well, also in 50 First Dates. If I don't mention 50 First Dates, 11 more people in the chat room are going to mention 50 First Dates. Yeah, great. Let's have them just keep saying... Uh, let's keep flooding the chat with 50 First Dates. <laughs> The uh, I never saw that movie. Uh, was it any good? Was it okay? Uh, it is exact. You probably, without seeing that movie, could write that movie. It's okay. uh, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. She has no memory. He falls in love with her, and uh, hilarity ensues because she she can't make any new memories. Wow. Well, then it sounds like a riot. I should rent that immediately. Yes. Oh, please hurry. <clears throat> Don't uh, wait. <laughs> says here, every time the timer goes off, Riley reads back over her notes to remind herself of everything she just learned but had forgotten, including where her locker is. I have a calendar on my door and I look at it uh, and I, that I look at and it's September and I'm like, whoa, uh, people just don't understand. It's like a movie she added, like where I have no recollection of this interview come supper time. So that's really interesting. But she that what makes yeah. it more interesting to me is that she knows it's a kind of memory to know that you don't have the memory. Do you know what I mean? Well, or or is it? I mean, does she does she wake up in the morning and be like, "All right, June 11th," and then she sees the note on the door saying, "Nope, it's September," and you don't remember that it's not June anymore, and here's why you don't remember it. 
You know, I guess like, I guess enough times it happens, you become like data in that episode where they're playing poker in the beginning, and by the end of the episode, everything explodes. Um, abandon yes, ship, abandon right, ship, right. and then everything explodes and then resets. It's a bit like that. Yeah. She's done enough of this long enough that somehow it's something must be ringing ringing regular because she's like, well, now I've got the calendar on the door. She didn't just learn that, well, or, or did she just learn that today? No. Well, I think once you, you know, she's got family probably that said, you know, tell her, told her what happened and helped her set up her room so that she's got her notes and her calendar and stuff to say, uh, here's what you need to do when you wake up, you're not going to remember any of this. So you need to have notes that explain what's going on. And But because she doesn't remember that, does she, does she wake up and go, oh, what are these? Oh, notes? Right. Probably. Yeah. Oh, why do I have a note next to my bed? Oh, that's, that's crazy, then, man. That's yeah, that's so that's crazy. how I that's how I would take this uh, take the way that that she described it. Isn't it ironic that the brain almost broke in a song there for a second? Did you hear uh, that? You did. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it ironic that the brain is the thing we know the least about? Yet it's the brain where we would it's where we yeah. keep all our knowledge. Yet we have no knowledge of the thing where we keep all our knowledge. It's crazy. Sure. It's because there's, it's, you know, it doesn't work on a, it doesn't work on a mechanical uh, basis like our bones. Oh, we know how the bones work because, you know, all right, they bend here and here they hinge and da da da. da. It's really easy to see how the bones work. The brain is such a, um, unlocking the brain is just such a, uh, uh, a mystery. I guess it's not a complete and total mystery. We know some things, but like where, where new memories are stored versus where you're, your long term, like she doesn't have to relearn motor skills or, or speech or things like that. But oh, she, right, good point. Yeah, she can't make she she's based. I think was it the the medulla oblongata or something is mm-hmm. where you make new memories or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's she's and got she, her ROM is okay. It's her RAM that is the problem. Yes, her random her wait random access memories RAM. What is ROM? I forgot. ROM is the read only memory. Read which only is like memory. Your, read only memory. Yeah. yeah, it's like storage yeah. basically. Her hard drive's exactly. good. Yeah. Her hard drive's fine, but her RAM is is bad. Yeah, except the hard drive's <laughs> not writing any new data, which is crazy. Right. Um, actually, I guess her RAM's okay. It's just that her RAM gets cleared every two hours. Right. Exactly. And it's her RAM, and, and the RAM's yeah. not sending it to the drive. The hippocampus. That's right. The hippocampus is that where the. Uh, that's where all the hippos uh, go for school. They're going to get degrees. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's where the the new memories are stored, like the. Uh, um. So she's so her hippocampus is is faulty. Yeah, faulty. but also in the chat they said it's not ironic that all of our knowledge is kept in a thing we have very little knowledge about. That is the definition of irony. That's totally ironic. Yeah, it's not a fly in your chardonnay. <laughs> Those things that she says are not ironic. It's not a free ride when you've already paid. It's not the opposite <laughs> of irony. How is it the opposite? Bagheera says Bagheera seventy four. It can't be the opposite. If you're, it's ironic that the one device in our body that holds all our knowledge and information is actually the part of the body we have the least amount of information or knowledge about. That's irony. That's irony in stone. That's irony, right? That's what I say. I I I feel like that's maybe it's dramatic irony and not not uh, literal irony. I remember that was another thing. Like, there's the definition of uh, dramatic irony. I think Alanis Morissette was trying to say, no, this is more dramatic irony and not literal irony. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to take this to the internet. We're going to have to get a definitive answer on this. Because yeah. Bagheera is not the first It's like camp. waking up and it's always June. <laughs> Find notes that explain your doom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, yeah, we have time for one more. Hey. All right. You want to, you wanna, uh, speaking of dumb things you should never put in your mouth that you get at the fair. <laughs> Here's one. Yeah. Japan now has a giant pizza sandwich called Meat Mountain. And uh, it's packed with 18 different kinds of meat. <laughs> Look at that photo. Oh, yeah, my God. It's so gross. I mean, even uh, uh, is, e- it, is it deep fried and rolled in nuts, Scott? <laughs> May as well be. Here, chat. I'll show you a photo. Look at that thing. I mean, it's too, It's a pizza on top. of. It's a meat pizza on top of a meat pizza. With a ton of meat. Just With a ton of meat. Yes. Meat lovers, meat haters, doesn't matter who you are, you have to admit that is a lot of freaking right. meat. Uh, I they, if there's a list of the meats on here because then I could, uh, uh, you know, I could use it as a. Uh... <laughs> oh, here, yeah, it does have a, a list. I'm not going to use this as a Babel Royale, but. All right, so the top pizza. Yeah. Do you already have this in your. In your yeah, the, I have know? the photo up. Oh, you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Top Pizza has your beef steak, hamburger patty pieces, pork loin, Iberian bacon. Love that Iberian bacon. Diced Mm -hmm. bacon, sliced bacon, bacon bits, Bavarian sausage, pepperoni, mini wiener sausages, pork sausages, and Italian sausages. Wow. The bottom pizza contains uh, Wagyu beef ribs, chicken, deluxe minced meat, meat in a spicy sauce. It's the only meat that they don't explain what it is. Uh, Taco meat and dry cured ham. Wow. I mean, I'd try it, but you can't eat that. You're no. gonna, you're gonna die. Don't eat. Oh, it. I decided I'm going to quit my job and become a sumo wrestler. Here's where you start. <laughs> um, it's and people are always surprised that Japan does these things, but they are famous for the weird, the weird over yeah. over the top food like this. Like everyone thinks, oh, that sounds like America or something, or the Heart Attack Grill or whatever. Right. But right. Japan is nuts about it. They love doing these weird things. Like, Sometimes uh, Japan can out America America. Yeah, good job, Japan. We, we know what your secret ingredient is. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today's uh, stories. Uh, <laughs> just take a bite out of a cow. Uh, we are going to take a break. When we come back, Tom will be here. We're going to do a little Tom sex time. We do have sex time. Did I just say Tom's sex time? I think I did. <laughs> did you really? I think I said Tom's sex time. Tom's tech time. Tom's sex tech time. Jeez Louises. Uh, then we're going to do recommendals without Nicole. She can't be here today. she got stuff, but we're uh, Brian and I are going to do it without her. And uh, we also have another bonus mashup, apparently um, inspired by something Brian said, I think. So we're going to... Uh, if it's the thing that uh, that he was talking about on Facebook yesterday, then then uh, it's for it's both of us, and I can't wait to hear it. Oh, I just looked at the title of it. I haven't actually looked yet. It's called the... <laughs> See, this has to be about you more, though, because it's the Morrissey edition. That's the name of it. <laughs> so, excuse me. We'll see what that is when we get around to it. In the meantime, a song. Brian will now present a song. All right. here. Get ready to hear the schizophonics. Um, these guys... These guys... These guys. Uh, apparently, according to Us and Them, the label... Thank you, guys. Uh, Dave Clifford over there at Us and Them for sending this over. Hailed by everyone who sees them as one of the best live bands ever. Like the MC5, James Brown, and ATDI. These guys apparently really 
rock the house when they perform live. Uh, their studio stuff is fantastic too, as you're about to hear. They're from San Diego. They're called the Schizophonics. They have a, the, their sophomore album is coming out at the end of October. Yes, you get to hear a song today. You get to hear a song from the Schizophonics uh, today, and that song is down here is <laughs> battle line from the brand new album people in the sky from the schizophonics here is battle line
guys, there's nothing I like more than skills and sharing. Which is why I want to talk to you about Skillshare. Oh, yeah, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. It's a learning community, which is what we should be more of, if you ask me. Anyway, you can take classes in everything from photography to creative writing to design, productivity, and more. Are you a creative? Are you sitting around going, I got ideas. There's stuff I want to make. Well, maybe Skillshare is for you. So whether you're returning as a long-term passion project person or you're just challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or maybe you're just exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. Skillshare is very, very cool. I love the idea of switching up your personalized stories. I love the idea of changing your focus and saying, okay, I'm good at this one thing, but what about this? I haven't tried this. Well, the classes I would take would be writing, for example. I want to write more. I got all the art stuff. I'm doing all that already. Maybe writing is where I want to be. What lifelong learning skill is important to you? That's the question you got to ask. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer. Get two months of Skillshare for free. Skillshare is offering the Morning Stream listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash TMS. Again, Skillshare.com slash TMS to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash TMS. So always follow the Colgate way to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. And stop tooth decay best. (laughs) The Morning Stream. Sweep the leg. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Um, let's see here. A little Ace Detect in our lives coming up. Yes. And I'm going to play the proper intro today. Not that poorly chosen intro where it was definitely not his. And <laughs> that jury's intro, basically? No. I think we'll do the real one this week. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. As always, on Wednesday, Tom, good morning and welcome. Well, I feel like you've overpromised sex time. People, so I'm <laughs> not sure. I was just wondering. I was just hoping. Ah, maybe Tom's not hearing. Didn't hear that yet. But nope, you were there. Dang a little it. bit of quick, little bit of clickbait. <laughs> yes, right. Well, you know, we we overpromise. It's time to underdeliver. <laughs> always overpromise and under. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> why, why don't we? Uh, you know, maybe we're missing all the money on the table, and you, you just need to do that's a right. Tom sex time uh, podcast. And yeah, should we finally? Just just sell out. Yeah, let's and, do it. Let's do it. I'm yeah, ready. I, the, the other problem with that is I'm not sure that I could actually do a very good <laughs> <laughs> segment. Oh, I want to know what it don't, sounds like, though. Don't sell yourself short, yeah. Tom. Uh, <laughs> don't knock it until you tried it, Tom. I guess so. <laughs> well, it's always good to have you here. It's Wednesday. That means uh, tech, tech thoughts are heavy on my mind because I'm on the Daily Tech News Show as a, as a regular on Wednesday. And as a result... Tom's always up early, scouring the world for the latest in tech headlines. What's going on this morning? Yeah, if anybody doesn't know, um, I host the Daily Tech Headlines at dailytechheadlines.com on Wednesdays. So usually right after TMS, I record it. 
which means I've been researching it right up to the time. And we've got a we've got a few really interesting stories uh, in in the news this morning. Do you want to hear about Facebook's new camera it wants to put in your living room? Or do you want to hear about Facebook's glasses that they want to replace smartphones with? Or do you want to hear about Facebook's personal Supreme Court that they want to set up? Oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. You've really torn <laughs> me on A and C are both really interesting to me. Um, let's yeah. let's go with A because I there's no way they're putting a camera in my living room. <laughs> or maybe they are. Well, there is no uh, way. Amazon you, did. I guess yeah, so. I was going to say, uh, unless you spend the money uh, for $149 on a Portal TV. Uh, portal TV is not a television. It hooks up to your television. And uh, if you know about the Facebook Portal devices, it's basically that, except without the screen, because they want you to hook it up to your TV. So it connects mm. by HDMI, uh, includes you know Messenger, uh, Facebook, uh, and uh, Prime Video, Stars, Pluto TV, uh, you know, Spotify. It's got it's got some apps on it. Not a full Roku replacement by any stretch, but you know, they try to throw some stuff out there. But what they're mostly pitching it for is making video calls. Uh, and and if you don't know, Facebook Portal includes some nice AI that works really well, where it's got this 120 degree field of view, and it can focus in on people so that you're not just seeing the wide view all the time you know when dad's talking you hear you see dad and then it'll move to grandma even though it's just pulling it out of the one screen yeah oh, that's kind of cool. that's that yeah. is kind of interesting i guess i mean is this an announcement or a thing someone yeah, discovered yeah this okay. is uh this is 149 available november 5th for the portal tv and then they updated the facebook portal uh devices which are eight inch and ten inch little desktop devices uh so the eight inch portal mini uh, is now a smaller version and cheaper, $129. Uh, the 10 inch portal is $179. And, uh, they also knocked off the price of the, uh, of the Facebook swivel, which is like one that's kind of like a mini TV. Mm, interesting. Okay. Well then I have to know about the Supreme court thing then, because that sounds okay. insane to me. I mean, is this just like an internal review board and everyone's calling it something it's else? An external review board okay. actually it's uh facebook's independent oversight board uh it will start with at least 11 members uh but they want to have up to 40 and facebook names the members but has created a trust fund that the members will be paid out of so the idea is that facebook wouldn't be able to exert influence because they're not facebook employees they'd be paid out of this trust mm -hmm. uh and it would be for moderation of content on Facebook that has gone through all the layers of Facebook's internal uh, appeals and stuff. You can you can appeal if your post gets pulled down right now, and they're not changing that. But if you exhaust all that and there's still a disagreement about the post, uh, Facebook can choose to submit the dispute to the independent oversight board, and then the oversight board can choose whether it wants to hear it. They don't have to hear everything that Facebook submits to it. So it works a little like a Supreme Court in that uh, once a case is submitted, the board will decide whether it wants to hear it or not. And if it doesn't hear it, then the decision stands uh, wherever it was before it was submitted. Mm, interesting. So in your estimation, does this help well, some of the concerns everyone always has about how things are done internally, how decisions are made. Does this make that more transparent? Like what, what good does this do them on the PR front since that's been a little bit of a rough place for them lately? Uh, TBD. <laughs> yeah. uh, on the one hand, 
it's a it's it's way better than than having an internal review right they're they're going to it, it they're going to be very transparent about who they appoint and that will that will be a make a lot of progress towards whether people believe in this oversight board the kind of people that they appoint mm-hmm. uh the deliberations of the board will be public uh, while protecting any any private information that's part of the complaint, but <laughs> but the actual you know the decisions and how they come to their decisions will be will be transparent. Uh, they say so that should help too if people see those deliberations and are able to say, well, <laughs> it does look like they're they're not just acting in the interest of Facebook. Uh, but honestly, I feel like this is just mostly Facebook saying we want to do the we want to be seen doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to impact most people's lives because Facebook's saying we expect them to handle about a dozen cases a year based on ones that will be precedent setting for others. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot about optics yeah. uh, in that sense. Now, granted, the Supreme Court of the United States and the Supreme Court in most countries only handle a few cases a year that are precedent setting. So you know that's that's not crazy, but. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a better way than having to go to these lengths. But if you're going to go to these lengths, I, I guess this is a good way to do it. I'm I'm looking forward to being able to watch the moderations and the deliberations uh, uh, live. Uh, you know where they're going through and saying, "All in favor of Katie's picture of her sandwich, please give us the <laughs> thumbs up sign. All against, please make the crying sad face." Yeah. Yes. I love it, dude. Also, also on your Facebook portal TV, <laughs> you'll be watching. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So here, here's here's a uh, a thought though. They're going to do this. I mean, we're going to be able to see this, right? We'll be able to watch this streamed or whatever. I, I mean, I, I they haven't said anything about video streaming, but they have said the deliberations will be public. So I, why wouldn't they? Yeah, right? like yeah. just get to read them. Yeah, we'll be on Facebook Live, of course. Yeah, they should. But if they do, are they going to? What decorum is there? Are we wearing robes? Are we on high podiums? Oh, good question. Are yeah. we doing any? Uh, are we going probably any of that? Or ceremonial no? hoodies would be my guess. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, I love the idea of ceremonial hoodies, or or at the very least, I just want or somebody ceremonial or ceremonial. Yeah, I wouldn't with mind. powdered hoods. Do you think we can get like a like a bailiff to come out and? bring it to order and like i want all that pomp and yeah, circumstance yeah. yeah like a moderator yeah uh, yeah you know mm-hmm. all a moderator comes out and says i'll rise for the honorable <laughs> independent oversight board i'm, in, I'm into all this this all, sounds all good. click for the <laughs> all click <laughs> hearts just start appearing <laughs> yeah they start floating off to the side this is a great idea. All right. Well, uh, this and so much more will certainly be on display later today on the Daily Tech News Show, 2.30 Mountain Times, when that goes live, where you can join a little early and catch some bonus stuff as well. Uh, Tom Merritt, uh, anything else happening you want to mention? Well, yes, indeed. In fact, if you like that very same Daily Tech News Show, we've got some new uh, rewards coming uh we've announced them uh monday so it, now's the time to get in on the patreon uh because the new rewards will will start coming in october october 1st the new rewards will be will be posted so check it out patreon.com slash dtns nice ace detect on twitter tom Merritt, everybody we'll see you a little bit later bye thank now. you tom Always i'm gonna be listening in to tom as he coaches the uh the contestants on antp today oh is that today that's today yeah this afternoon it yeah. is their little their little uh, meeting. That show is like full time gig, dude. You know that. For me, it really is. I know. Uh, it's like a lot. I'm impressed. It is a lot. It's a lot of work. I'm super impressed. It's like I don't know how you're doing it. To be honest, I, I mean, part of my problem. People always say that to me. I don't know how you do all the stuff you do. 
Uh, so I'm looking yeah. at it from the perspective of if I had to add that volume of new thing to me, I would die. I'd have to cut five mm -hmm. shows to do it. But somehow Brian's eking yeah. it out. I don't know how you're doing it. <clears throat> That's great. Yeah, I mean, coordinating guests, getting the the uh, contestants uh, recorded and stuff like that. And, of course, Hammond has to do all that uh, uh, all that editing. Poor guy. Yep. He'll be okay. He'll uh, be all all right. right. Well, now... <laughs> Now it's time for uh, this thing. I'll play your intro anyway, because why not? Cole is not here, but we're going to talk about movies anyway. Uh, mm. Not movies necessarily. It could be other stuff. could be even this. Bad gay movies. could be bad gay movies. I don't could know. Be, could be bad gay movies. This is true. Thanks for poking your head in there, Todd. Uh, we are going to uh, do recommendals. We recommend stuff we've seen on streaming services. Brian always starts with his clip. Do you have any setup for this? Uh, I do. This is a true story. True story. All about how my life <laughs> took a thing upside down. All right. Let's see. Uh, I lost my file of yours. Why? Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh. Here we go, everybody. I'm going to play it, and we're going to see what we got here. So check it out. Something going on in the church? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mind if I take a look? <laughs> I love how everything is so cute. All the little flowers and the mailbox and these cute little curtains. It's just all the details. <gasps> oh, my God. What are they doing? Who are they? They are Nazis. Torturing Hoagie. Why? They hate him. Because he's an American? Because he's different. <laughs> is that Steve Carell? That is Steve Carell and Leslie Mann. Oh, Leslie Mann. I love her. Yeah, I don't know what this great. is. Hold on. Let me ba let me bang my head around a little. Hold on. Let me think. Okay. Bang Re your head around a little bit. Recent film? Yes. 2018 film. Robert Zemeckis film. <sighs> oh, he's the weird plasticky looking guy. <laughs> yeah, more or less correct. Yes, uh, he's uh, oh, I don't the remember. movie is uh, Welcome to Marwin. Oh, that's and uh, yeah. uh, he plays a guy named uh, uh, Hogan Camp, Mark Hogan Camp, who is, uh, and this is all based on a true story. He's a guy who got beaten severely um, in 2000 by some guys in a bar as he was walking out of a bar because he uh, happened to like putting on. Uh, women's shoes. That's really the only reason. Beaten nearly to death, and 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 kind of along the same lines, they took they kicked every memory out of his head, as Steve Carell's character keeps saying in the movie. Mm. And uh, um, oh, therapy, this, I've seen this documentary. Yes, the documentary uh, came out in 2010, oh, right. and tells the story about this guy. And this movie uh, came out last year. The kind of dramatization of it, but basically he. Um, his therapy that he's given himself is to create this little world, this little Belgian town called Marwin populated with like GI Joe and Barbie style uh, dolls. And he photographs them. He puts them into, um, you know, like wartime positions and, and things like that. And he's basically this character of this, this fighter pilot who crashes down in Belgium in this town of Marwin meets these women uh, who also live in the town and, and, um, and have these these World War II adventures together. It is absolutely, um, it's such a sweet film. Reminds me a lot, sadly, reminds me a lot of The Fisher King. 
and oh, kind of that yeah, yeah. that Robin Williams sad story that kind of you know makes him create this fantasy world to live in. Sure, it's like a, a little uh, bit of Big Fish as well. Oh, I love. Kind of yeah, I was going to say Big Fish is also very much that. It's a you you need to create a bigger fantasy to live in to escape the reality of your of your existence exactly. or whatever. Yeah. But the but the toy work is is I mean the the CGI toys are amazing. I mean they get they they make, they make totally make it look like um the characters who are doing their voices and you've got Leslie Mann, you've got Merritt Weaver from Nurse Jackie. She's amazing by the way. Love Oh my love gosh, her. you were going to laugh after I tell you my recommendation. Keep going. Okay, Gwendolyn Christie, uh Brienne of Tarth is in this doing a Russian accent and it's so mind blowing to see her doing something that isn't game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Janelle Monet, the singer, a lot of, a lot of people doing this and, uh, uh, the special effects are amazing. The story is just, it's sad and sweet and, uh, really, really good. This is currently streaming on HBO, okay. uh, HBO go HBO now, whichever one you have. All right. And max coming soon. I guess it would be on And next coming soon. Marwin Call is the documentary. And if you can find that, it's streaming in a few places, but nothing, none of the regular, um, the regular things we talk about. So it's streaming on the Criterion channel. It's streaming on Canopy. It's streaming on, is that what, Puffin? Looks like a little penguin. Puffin? I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't see. I don't recognize the icon. Oh, Fandor? Maybe Fandor is what that's called. Hmm. Um, and Mubi, M-U-B-I, which is an Amazon add-on that you can get. So that's where you can see the documentary if you want to. But huh. um, the the bit of the documentary that I've seen perfectly captures, or the, the movie perfectly captures the, the little bit of the documentary that I've seen. Nice. All right. I'm, yeah. I'll watch it. I remember seeing posters. That's why I said Plasticky Man, because the poster yeah. makes him look like an action figure, but I never knew what it was about. Yeah. And... uh I'll have to check it out. All right. Here is mine. This is ironic that you brought up Merrick Weaver. Or Merrick oh, Weaver, really? rather. Merrick um, Weaver, yeah. Because she is oh, awesome. Yeah, she was in that, uh, she was in that, what was the Western thing, the women town? Uh, Godless. Amazing and Godless. Godless. Yeah. So yeah. good, She yes. was really good. Well, she's also in this thing I'm about to play a trailer for. It was a Netflix okay. original series. And yep. here you go. I know this is hard, but I need to ask you some questions about what happened. He tied my hands. He said if I screamed, he'd kill me. No signs of forced entry. Doors and windows were locked. No DNA. Not a single neighbor saw or heard a thing. He brought a blindfold, but nothing to tie her with. Would a shoelace even hold her? You think Marie made up the attack? I'm pretty positive that it happened. All right. Any guesses? Uh, the chat room is saying unbelievable. I, I've seen the little tag screen for it, but I have no idea what it's about or that it contains a Merritt Weaver. Is that what it is? Yes, it is called Unbelievable. It is some heavy stuff, and it feels incredibly important that I recommend it. Um, oh, there are okay. parts of it that are hard to watch. There are parts of it that uh, do not flinch from the very real impact of sexual assault against women and the the show it's a series i'm only two episodes in and i'm already ready to yeah. give this like highest possible recommendation um, wow i think that in particular to gain a greater understanding of the trauma that is that is emotional and 
and um, mental. I think men everywhere, regardless of who you are, should watch this. I think it is a really, really mm. eye-opening, honest portrayal of a whole lot of stuff. Um, Merritt Weaver plays this uh, detective, and she doesn't even show up till episode two. She's not even in the whole first episode. Um, the first episode is all about the event for our main character and then the aftermath of it and how everybody has good intentions with this stuff. If somebody is harmed in this horrible way, everybody has the right intentions. The detectives have the right intentions. The cops do. They don't, they're not portrayed as evil people or as villains or as um, unfeeling individuals. They just don't know what they're doing sometimes. Like they don't realize how deep and dark this stuff can get or the, where the mindset is. They just aren't educated. And I'll tell you what really throws me is one of these detectives is played by the guy who does Patrick on SpongeBob, Dauber from Coach. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he is so infuriating, not because he's a bad person or he's portraying a bad person, but because he just doesn't really get it. They oh, don't wow. get that having two older, stern-looking, seasoned veteran detectives in a room alone with this girl who's been victimized, with a, with a, also with a past that makes it even worse. They don't understand what that alone is doing to her mentally. It's just something else, man. Like, there's an honesty wow. to this thing that is just, um, just crazy. It feels special. It feels important. And I think people should watch it. So I'm only Probably two something in. something that's going to come back around come award time, too, it sounds like. Oh, I 100% think this thing wins all sorts of stuff. And it should. Yeah. Um, I, I just got to the end of season or episode two, and now C Tony Collette is all up in this thing. Oh, really? Um, Muriel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a bunch of people who I don't expect to see are just kind of popping up. They're uh, really great actors and actresses that I just, you know, have a lot of respect for in general. But it is really, really important stuff. It's a hard watch. Don't get me wrong. And and I, somebody who maybe has been involved in an actual assault, this may be too much. You know, I, I don't know. Oh, right. Sure. I don't know. But I also think it is incredibly cathartic as a honest thing to talk about i've talked to a couple of friends of mine who are in the community i'm not going to use any names but people have experienced assault themselves and they say this is the closest anything has ever gotten to getting it right and and to mm -hmm. really truly expressing how this stuff feels how your life is altered how it feels like everyone is turning on you even though you aren't you're the victim yet you're somehow seen as the person who's victimizing other people if you if you decide to lie your way out of it or you think that maybe the best thing to do would be, well, I just, I'll just say I made it up because then it'll all go away. Oh, but then right. that, what that means, you know, like what, how that affects you when you're made the, the victim twice, like sure. you're, you're a victim multiple times over. Like it's really something. And I just feels important. I don't know. I don't know why it feels so important to me. It just does. So hmm. can't recommend it enough. I will continue through the whole thing and finish this. I assume it's like 10 episodes. I haven't actually looked, but, um, Again, Netflix, it's called Unbe Unbelievable and is Unbelievable. really okay. something so far. There's a matter of factness to, to the way that it's presented that doesn't feel mm -hmm. like I'm getting yanked around in a movie kind of way. You know, like a, I'm not being manipulated by music. I'm not being manipulated by mm. drama. I'm just being put in what feels like. Yeah, and it feels yeah. like I'm just in the scenario and I can feel huh. those feelings and those emotions and I'm just really, it's really something. So... Can't recommend it enough. Please, please watch it. Um, it's very good. 
Cool. All right. Well, there's your recommendals for the day. Now let's do something silly. <laughs> All right. Silly. I like silly. I do too. It's a good time to get silly. And here it is. We're going <laughs> to play a mashup. I guess this was created yesterday by Jamie. <laughs> right. TMS mashups on Twitter. And um, it's called the Morrissey edition. So suck it in. Here it is. This is very different than you're used to. It's not easy being green. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. I haven't had a normal poo in months. I'm constipated. Faceless, genderless person in a coma. I know, I know. I went out for a job and I found a job. And heaven knows I'm miserable now. That is so it. Sail on peanuts on aisle four. And heaven knows Kellogg's cereals are half off only half this week. <laughs> and we're miserable now. But you're in a coma, I know, I know it's serious. A very sensitive button. Don't try to press it, don't try to press it. Because it hurts, and I don't want to hurt anymore. <laughs> Hampton on the coast of New Hampshire. I know. Kicking a seagull with my cheeseburger. It's kick the seagull, serious. kick the seagull, kick the seagull. <laughs> kick the seagull, kick the seagull. <laughs> Took my cheeseburger, kick the seagull. <laughs> what the heck, dude? Oh, my God. I didn't realize we've uh, dipped into that well that much. Holy cow. Way more than I thought. He must have been tracking that for... I don't know how he's remembering to go like find these things. I don't know how he does it. It's insane to me. Yeah. But uh, well done, Jamie. Well done. <laughs> uh, all right. What else? Um, that's it. Let's do uh, our leave. Let's leave. Let's be yes. done. Take our leave. Uh, don't forget you can support what we do here on the show at our Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS. I showed these yesterday. I'll do them again. Look at there's Hodor with Bran on his Those back. Those cards are awesome. Yeah, very yeah. nice quality. People really like these, I think, if they give them a shot. They're like on a throne of G. Yeah, they're on a throne of G. That's what they're sitting. Well, sitting the original on. art actually has a G-O-T, but oh, okay. they're the center of it, so I figured I'd make them the crop. But um, Gotcha. Anyway, how else are you going to get original art every month? I know. Sign up for the patreon.com slash TMS patron uh, thing and support us and get one of these in the mail, plus other cool stuff. Go check it out. And we're redoing uh, some of the levels and things. You guys never got us to our game show thing, so we're going to rework it. We're going to come up with some other cool little mixes and matches right. and stuff. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, you all don't want a game show. You've all had enough of Frog Pants Dolls All-Stars, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay. I oh, guess well, okay. Just going to force Brian to make his own show, reality show about another thing because, well. <laughs> exactly, yes. So don't worry. Uh, we'll, we have some cool stuff coming. That's the thing. All right, that's frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else, including a link to that if you're looking for it. You can also leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. And we'd love your email feedback, please. Uh, TheMorningStream at gmail.com. That's TheMorningStream at gmail.com. We'll now leave you with a song in your heart and mind, but Brian has to unpackage it and throw it on the ground. Let me let me pull the uh, the protective seal off of this thing. Psh, okay, I'm reading it. Oh, here we go. Ooh, Great. love that new request smell. Mm. This one comes to us from uh, Sylvie, uh, who says, I'm about to make a big change in my life. I'm in the process of finding a new job and leaving my teaching job. I'm burned out and need to make a change to find my happiness again. I could use encouragement to make this change. I trust the cover master to choose a fitting song. Thanks for everything. Insert a funny jury clip here. Signed, Sylvie. Oh, funny jury clip. 
Let's do jury clip. Let's do one we don't always do. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. Why Yo. not get your mass text? No, no. Just in my contact. <laughs> I can hear you in the I can hear you in the background trying to say something. That was funny. Oh wait, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> or here's another one. I think this is that bleep blop loop. I always like it when he does that. It's pretty good. Or this True. one. No, I mean I I I, I guess <laughs> 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 anyway, there you go. Three uh, humorous jury qu- qu- quotes. Well done. Awesome. Love it. All right. So uh, Sylvie said that uh, one of her favorite bands is Young the Giant. I've got a Young the Giant cover, and I'm going to play it for you right now. Um, this was recorded for the Outlaw Gentlemen and Shady Ladies album Whoa. Uh, by the band Volbeat. Uh, they're covering Young the Giant great song called my body Ooh, my body my, my body how can we do that without playing my body we have to play it we have to play my body all right yeah. here you go my body there you go thanks my Troy. body thanks. thank you for thank you deanna troy for setting up this clip she's truly the best all right here's your song enjoy it we'll see you guys next time
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't know anything about women.